Oftentimes on this show, we describe the premise as we review anything, books, movies, TV shows, but rarely have we actually covered TV shows. Sure, we've discussed The Mandalorian and some of the Marvel shows, but this week we're covering what seems to be the most universally beloved show since, I don't know, M.A.S.H.? Today, we're reviewing Ted Lasso, Season 1. How Star Wars is it? Well, hello there, Mike. Uh, hello there, Josiah. Uh, uh, pip, pip, and cheerio. Pip, pip, cheerio. <laughs> um, and welcome to Across the Pond version of How Star Wars Is It. We have a couple listeners across the pond. That's um, right. At least one at in least Scotland. At least we once did. <laughs> we once did. Who knows if they're still listening? But welcome to this week. This is the show called How Star Wars Is It. And, and let <sighs> us know right now. In fact, if you're one of our handful of patrons on patreon.com slash howstarwarsisit, let us know if you would like us to do an entire episode in our British accents. <laughs> yes, uh, I would love that. And let's start right now. We've been putting so, on Mike, these American uh, accents for like two and a half years. That's true. We are actually British people doing American accents. Yeah. You can tell by the way we say our R's, our R's. Yeah, right. And a lot of times we, we'll say like tacos and nachos. Have you have you seen, there's a great video of like some, someone doing, uh, it's like a TikTok, I think, of this girl. And she's like, uh, British actors in American like dramas on TV. And she's like, I'm going to take the kid. And there's not anything you can do about it. Anything is like the one that like anything. no one ever gets. That that's really funny that that's the example you said because anything is is what I was gonna say. <laughs> anything, anything, anything. Yeah, it's great. I love. And, British and you doing. also can't. Uh, <laughs> you can't say no. You have to pronounce the e of any because then the answer might be anything. Anything. Like Annie. Annie. Yeah, British people are funny and, and English is weird. Uh, Colleen, shout out to you. We're going to talk a lot about uh, words this this week, probably. Dude, you have no idea around the halfway point of the episode, it's going to all be about words. Yes! <laughs> so, well, we haven't even introduced the show, really, That's but this right. is how Star Wars is it, and we are the only <laughs> podcast, and we review everything on a scale of 1 to 10, not of how good it is or how bad it is, but how Star Wars it is. We take everything in Star Wars, we put it all into a pot, um, we boil it down, we make it chilly, and that's a 10 out of 10, and that's Star Wars. Okay. Yeah. You get it? Right. We did it quick that time. We're, yeah, we're, we're comparing things to Star Wars, guys. Yeah. Um, you know, I was, I was talking to someone today, and I was describing the podcast, and I said, like, you know when the sequels came out and people were all up in arms, like, this isn't Star Wars, or that doesn't feel like Star Wars. That really is, like, the central kind of discussion, like, framing, like, logic framing yeah. that Josiah and I both, like, when we started coming up with the idea for the show, we were like, what is Star Wars? What is Star Wars? If you had say something, how Star yeah. Wars is it? <laughs> if you had, if you if you could if you could create something out of nothing, <laughs> and how would you determine how Star Wars it is? What what parameters do you use? And that's what we do, that's what we do. And this week we're talking about. Have uh, you ever made anything out of anything? <laughs> well, one time I made a pair of shoes out of some old shoe boxes. <laughs> one time I made a set of coasters out of some, some old Sega, Sega tapes. tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Sega tapes. Um, it's Mike and I both have had a long day. 
Yeah. And it's, it's almost our bedtime, so we might be a little loopy. But uh, we're talking this week about Ted Lasso, the TV right. show. Uh, the, as we mentioned in the cold open, the sort of like uh, sleeper hit right. that kind of snuck into the background of everybody like at the end of quarantine about... And uh, well, and even a little before, I remember hearing like great things about it. But I was like, "Dude, I have every streaming platform. I'm yeah. not getting another. I'm not gonna get a- well for, and, and for I, like two shows." Yes, I, I didn't get Apple TV, and my but my mom and dad got it somehow for some reason, and so they gave me their login, and I was like, "I'll watch this. That, now yeah, I'll watch it, and I'm we, glad." We did I the have same it. Thing. Caitlin just got a new phone, and it came with like a year of Apple TV. And we were like, "Well, great! Now we can finally watch Ted Lasso." And I think she kind of became—I mean, I think she was aware of it, but she came certainly more aware of it when it got all those Emmy nominations. Yes. And was like, "Maybe we should watch this." I was like, "I, I wasn't—I wasn't ever like uh, hounding her about watching it because I didn't know if she would be interested at all." But then when she yeah. said, "Like, we should maybe watch this," I kind of was thinking like. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> But we I should. never expressed that I wanted to. That's funny because it was sort of, so like my parents had Apple TV like a month ago when, when Charlie and I went to see them. Uh, they live like semi-close by. My mom was like, oh, have you watched Ted Lasso? And I was like, no. And she's like, we've watched all of it. We love it. My mom watched, shout out to my mom. My mom <laughs> watches everything. Yeah. Like she has seen every TV show. Like I, she has seen everything like on apple tv like the morning show whatever that show is right, right. she watched like like every like stuff that i should have seen as like a so-called fan of like comedy and stuff yeah stuff that i would have watched when i was in college when i was more into watching like sitcoms in general sure. but she just like watches every new show and it's because well i say i should i should put watches in quotes because it's more like she has it on her ipad throughout the day while she does everything else. Uh, so I don't know how much of stuff she's actually consuming, she's but like absorbing. she and my dad did watch all of Ted Lasso and we watched the pilot with them and I really loved it. And it was funny cause Charlie was like, I don't know. And I was like, um, okay, fine. And I almost watched it without her, but then we went back to my parents last weekend and watched more episodes with them. And it grew on, like it kind of grew on her. I think she realized what the show was a, a little more than the first episode, like, clued her into so like i've been really enjoying it so also i haven't finished season one yet because i'm a fool and mike and i were like we're gonna record an episode on this and i said i'll probably finish it by the time we record and i did it so i was like halfway through when we said that and then caitlin and i went on vacation and we downloaded the other half of the season and watched it all on the flight (laughs) oh that's great also um i don't care about spoilers so um you know if we get into spoiler territory that's fine spoilers yeah i won't spoil any like lines or jokes but it might get to the point where um like the the general gesture of the season and and thereby am, the finale might be spoiled a little for I, you. I am I, but I mean think dude I it's like a sitcom so like yeah. they're never gonna be you know like I don't know if you ever watched like Silicon Valley or I guess really yeah. any other sitcom but like you're gonna see you know Silicon Valley is what I pulled because like every season they make some new like crazy stride in like right. technology that disrupts the world but they're never gonna be on top Right, because it's also like, HBO, so like it's a similar, or no, this is a- Apple, Apple TV. Yeah, but right, whatever, like, it's a premier streaming service kind of sitcom. In a comedy sitcom. show, you can never win because winning right. isn't funny. <laughs> well, and, and, and like, tell me if I'm right, and listeners, spoilers for everything, but like, I, I am about. Uh, there's ten episodes in the first season. Yeah, I, right. I, Sorry, I, listeners, just to reiterate that we're gonna be spoiling season one of Ted Lasso. Season yes. two just dropped, so like. It is a good, fair guess that, like, if you're listening to this, you've already heard, you've already watched season one, but there yeah. will be spoilers. 
I I just watched episode six, I believe. So we have like four episodes to go, and I am like ninety nine percent sure that they're going to do pretty good, but not as good. They're not going to win like the championship right. or whatever, right? They're going to be good enough yeah, to where remember. he's going to get to come back for another season. Right, because, of course, like, there's another season. There's another season. But they're not going to be... It's going to be like... I feel like it's going to be a Rocky thing where they're going to go the distance, but they're not going to like win right, the... like School of Rock. Yes, exactly. School um, of Rocky. School of Rocky. Oh, that talk about a mashup. <laughs> Were honestly, we talking that's about mashups? Honestly, that's crazy. No, but now we are. Honestly, that's <laughs> crazy that those two movies have such a similar plot where it's like, well, they didn't win, but they did their best and mm-hmm. they went the distance. And they both have rock in the title. And they both have that band No Vacancy. Yes. Um, and... So <laughs> I don't know if it's even really been mentioned by the time where you are in the season, but just to sort of explain a plot point, because it's not a familiar thing to me with American sports, but um, the big sort of like antagonist of the season or the latter half of the season, it sort of isn't the lady in charge. Right. What's her name? Uh, yeah, I think yeah. that's set up at the beginning. She will come back to her, but boy, yeah. oh boy, is she the most striking woman I've ever laid eyes on. Yeah, she's a she's like the definition of a handsome woman. Yes. You know, but, she's like uh, tall, she's, striking, beautiful, and just like, ooh, And she's gorgeous. like a West End staple person, yes, I guess. Yes, uh, is. So she's the antagonist kind of throughout in the sort of Palpatine way, like pulling the strings to make things fail. But another sort of like you know, man versus man, man versus society kind of plot point is team versus um, league. Because yes. if you if you lose so many games over the course of however many seasons, you, you run face... the risk of being relegated. Right, which, yeah, me, okay. which so I didn't know if they there is a thing in soccer where if your record is bad enough, you essentially go... To, correct me if I'm wrong, because I, I haven't gotten into this latter, yeah. latter part, but I know a little bit about soccer. And we'll get into what the show is in just a second, guys. But there is a uh, if you if you do bad enough, you're essentially relegated, almost like a minor. It's like yeah. minor leagues in a way where right, you get right. pushed down, which gives. It those... makes a lot of sense. It's like you know, if if uh, if you're trying to be in the Olympics, you're probably like say you're swimming, you're probably in some kind of like elite swimming league or or right. some bit of visibility, or like golf or tennis, like the Opens, like the U.S. Open, like. It's open, meaning anyone can be in it, but you have to qualify for it. So, right. like, and if you, you have to be a, one of the best, you know, a hundred, say, to be in the U.S. Open, you have to be one of the best, however many teams, to yeah. be in essentially their equivalent of like the NFL. Right. Like, and if you do badly enough, it's it's like if the NFL, if if the worst team in each conference had to had go, to go down, down to down a league, to, had to go down to like uh uh like arena football or whatever. Right. Or, or like more, more directly relatable, like minor leagues of like baseball, or baseball. Hockey. Right. Yeah. 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 If, 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 yeah. So like then someone gets to, those teams have a chance to go up. So, so that that's, I'm, I'm getting to that part in the series. Let's yeah, talk yeah. about what this series is in general. We're talking, uh, Jason Sudeikis, uh, yeah. doing a character that he, uh, premiered for like ESPN, uh, like, like commercials or segments? something. Yeah. Yeah. And the basic premise is essentially American football coach, and like not even just American, like good old, like old, college like, football, like Kansas, uh, or is it Kansas or Missouri? Kansas City, yeah, Kansas so City, probably Missouri, because like, I think that's the larger of the two cities. Right, and he's he's southern. He's like got a twang like to him. He's got a big mustache. He's very folksy down home. He gets hired to coach a and positive. Oh, 
positive, relentlessly positive to a fault. Um, and he gets hired to come to uh, England to coach a soccer team. Football. And uh, football. Right. And everybody There's is mad. There's the joke. There's the joke. That's football the joke team, of the show. Football coach turns football coach. Yeah. And so the sort of like initial conceit is that the owner, Rebecca, got the club, the soccer club, the team, in the divorce settlement with her like sort shitty of skeezy, husband. like shitty playboy ex-husband who was right. cheating on her all the time. And so she, in order to sabotage him and attack Make him, him mad and sad. <laughs> she's, she's trying to sabotage the team by hiring a coach who is... Uh, unqualified. Right. So um, she's sort of talking out of both sides of her mouth the whole time because to Ted, she's trying to, you know, encourage him to keep doing his best, quote unquote, which of course is the American football best that is not yeah. necessarily applicable to uh, English soccer football. Well, uh, something else is, that's really, and, and then out of the other side, she is like trying to right, sabotage, trying to sabotage him. him. But, but of then course, also, he is so. Relentlessly optimistic, but not in a super toxic way. Although no, there's that kind. bit where, like, so Ted also uh, is having some trouble with his wife. Yes, marital troubles. Because, and in fact, it all sort of stems from how optimistic and positive he is all the time. His wife just sort of like it, it ran her down, it wore her down. And one of the major reasons why he took the job coaching in England was to give her space to kind of like, you know, right. figure out what it is she and wants. Another random funny thing of why he got the job is like he, he, he and his partner coach, right. uh, coach beard, like one division two, yeah, they like they football. like brought a team from sort of obscurity into like the national but then, spotlight. But then it was like he went viral for some like locker room dance, and right. so like that's why this woman knew who he was in general. But anyway, which was, the locker room dance looks an awful lot like the tracksuit character he always played in the "What's Up with That" sketches. Yeah, <laughs> which yeah, I yeah. have a shirt of like the a couple of different dance moves of that character. It's like little silhouette and uh, 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 illustrations of him, and I was wearing that on the plane this week when. And we were watching Ted Lasso and I realized all at once, like I, I leaned over to Caitlin and I was like, I look like the world's biggest Jason Sudeikis fan. <laughs> You're just like, I love this guy. Yeah. Um, there's something that the show does. So like, that's sort of the general conceit, right? And it's a right. fish out of water thing. Cause you and got, he's, yeah, it's fish out of water, but he's so charming that like all these people, like the, the soccer team doesn't necessarily all get along with one another. And the, the woman's trying to sabotage the team and, and the fans just a lot hate of him because like, he's not a real soccer coach. Yeah. Like there's just a lot of things that like are, it, it, of course he's not going to succeed, but he's so right. optimistic and he's so good at like, um, spreading he's like santa claus he's like spreading he's, joy to everybody yeah. and connecting everybody in such a way that like by the end of the season even the saboteurs are like okay like yeah. this guy's the best guy and let's like make this team a thing it's it's like he is he's a genuinely kind person who goes out of his way to make the people around him feel happy and comfortable and and not even that, he goes out of his, not even happy and comfortable, he goes out of the way to try to help everyone else be the best version of themselves they can right. be, he's while the guy also who, trying with, to do that himself. Yeah, right. He, he He's the guy when uh, all those starfish are washed up on the beach that he's taking yeah. the time to pick up each one and throw it back in the water. Well, and like he... Uh, and then, then when it's only one set of footprints, that's when the starfish Yes, was, we're, we're, yeah. we're throwing him. Uh -huh. um, when there were when there were five sets of footprints, it's because the starfish, <laughs> yeah, were, and they're like really small. A bunch of little dots. <laughs> <laughs> and they, you can't even tell their footprints. Um, the... <laughs> 
Oh, yes. So, like, he also has, like, an interesting philosophy in coaching in general where he is, like, I am a coach, not just of a sport, but of people. And mm-hmm. he is, like, like, he says a lot. He's, like, you can win a game but lose. And you can also mm-hmm. lose a game, but it's a personal victory. It's a win. Right. And so, like, that philosophy is what guides him. So he, he, he doesn't get down necessarily when they lose. He's, like, trying to make these soccer players who are one, – one recurring kind of bit that I really like is how, ser- like – uh, like Keeley, the character of Keeley, who is a sort of like uh, 30s-ish uh, influencer, um, like very like hot. in in age, not like yes. from the 1930s. Right. She's not a time traveler um, or, or very old. A Great old. Depression influencer. <laughs> yeah. Um, she just has like an apple and she's like eating it and it's so extravagant. Everyone's like, Which oh my God. Which of course God. would be product placement for the network. Yes, exactly. Apple, Apple TV. TV. But like something that she says uh, like early on is is like talking about making fun of one of the other players being like, uh, my name is Roy and I play a game for a living and I'm so mad. And it's like she brings <laughs> up a couple of times like it, it does kind of like a running joke of like these are grown men who are like like pissy and right. grumpy about a game where yes. they pass balls to each yes. other. Like yeah, that same know, character Roy is like, I, well, he didn't pass the ball to me. And like, and it's it, like, that's such a like yeah, that's 10 like, year olds whine about sound that. Like a four year old. Yeah. yeah he's that's not sharing. That I think is really smart that the show does, which is it's uh, on paper. It's a show about a soccer team and a soccer yeah. coach, but we see such little actual soccer because it's a, it's actually a show about people talking to each other and, and having relationships with each other. Right. And, and like sort of growing the very as, little yeah. soccer we see sort of going back to our attack of the clones episode. It's for character and er- emotional yes. development. Like, yes, the only time they show us yeah, as a visual to like, you know, show someone growing it take it yes. passing instead of taking the shot himself or uh, right. later or, not to spoil it for you, but later there's like a couple of actual soccer scenes, but they are a, uh, a direct reflection of having an American football coach be their coach. You know, someone who sees mm. the game completely differently than everybody else who's been, you know, raised playing soccer. Right. Yeah. They, they use the soccer as, which is, that's a great point. I hadn't thought about that, but it's almost like, it's like a, a song and a musical, you know, it's like, yes, you're going, yes. oh, ideally, ideally, right. In a good musical, the songs are going to further the plot or give character development. And so when they actually, when you actually get to see them playing soccer in a game, especially it it's because <laughs> we are going to see someone either do something wrong that they like personally wrong. Like there's a star player, Jamie, who for the first half of the first season, Ted, Ted spends a lot of time trying to like reach. And so like, you see a lot of him showboating and a lot of him like taking all the glory. Yes. And the only reason we're seeing that is because we're watching him, like, you know, so that we can see him later be humbled and try to learn. Yeah. Yeah, basically, if uh, if if the setting is not, like, the locker room or a pub and it's the actual soccer field, it's essentially the equivalent of, like, something has changed within me. <laughs> yeah, something absolutely. Something is not the same. If they're not, if they're, if it's not the two coaches talking while everyone else is practicing, uh-huh. you know that something intense is about to happen. It's like pop. Yes. Six. <laughs> Cicero. Wish. Um, yeah, this is a good show. The writing is really fun. It's really, really funny. Really good, yeah. Uh, very clever. Like, Jason Segas gets a lot of fun stuff to do, but also, like, everybody gets to be uh, pretty funny, honestly. Like, yes. Like, 
everybody gets to get their hand on the ball. And even Rebecca, who is like a yeah. um, Weston staple, she like a, a original cast of Spamalot. Yeah, yeah. Like, she are you kidding Lady me? Lake. She was in she was in the Les Mis movie as kind of a backgroundy person, but she was also she was the the um, main like nun, the the Septa, the High Septa, the something Septa in Game of Thrones. Yes. When Cersei has to walk naked through the whole city and the, the nun behind her is yelling, shame, 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 shame. Yeah. that's her. Uh, she's, yeah, she's great. She, like, truly, when I first saw her, I my, my like, brain exploded. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. I think... <laughs> I think that might be the most attracted to someone I've ever been. <laughs> Sorry, Caitlin. No, she is absolutely a stunning, absolutely stunning woman. And like, it's funny. I love too. There's jokes like with Keely, who is the you know younger uh-huh. uh, uh, woman. Uh, like they they have a very sweet friendship that builds over the course of the season. Yeah. And like very an early on, friendship. Yeah, very early on, Keely like makes it well known that she thinks that she is just staggeringly hot. Uh-huh. Like she like she, like she. It's it's very fun. Have you um, seen the episode yet where uh, they travel to Liverpool? No, I don't think I have actually. Okay, because there's a piece in that that is what made Caitlin and I both look her up and find out that she was a musical theater person because oh. I, I won't go any further, I suppose. But like, I guess what I'm saying is she sings. Good. And we were both like, huh? Well, she was also the she was also the witch in the revival of Into the Woods in the West End too, which oh, I'm yes, not surprised right. by because yep. that seems like she would kill that. But yeah, so all that to say, guys, the cast is really good, and a the lot of them are. And you know what? You know what else is great about the cast? And hey, not to make this be our podcast, but uh, I didn't know anybody. Yes, like I only Star knew Jason Sudeikis. Is is such a cool thing because at no point at the time of its release was there someone in one of those movies where like they already were sort of established, other than the sort of like hired guns they had to fill out the original cast to make it feel a bit more you know have gravity like Alec Guinness and Peter Cushing but like Hayden Christensen wasn't anybody Natalie Portman kind of wasn't really anybody she was just about to like it was her yeah she was just about she wasn't to be like somebody. Leon the professional. Yeah. But like 1999, Liam, I mean, she wasn't really any. Liam Neeson was pretty he, well established. Yeah, Liam Neeson was sort of like Samuel L. Jackson, obviously, is well established. Yes. Ewan McGregor, too, a little bit, but is also yeah, still he pretty. He was kind of new in, in, he and in English. He and Natalie Portman you know, both. Yes, exactly. Scottish, but yeah, like. That, that's, I mean, that's the thing is, I think several of these, a lot of these actors are more well known well across the pond. Yeah. But, but like I kept thinking, I know Keely from somewhere, and I looked her up, and I was like, I don't, I don't. I thought, I guess I just thought she looked like Ashley Tisdale I knew a little her bit. From a, a single episode of that show Hustle that I really love. Oh right, 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 right. Yeah, I just was like, um, she, she's really like, like I said, she's really funny. Everyone's really funny. But yeah, you're right. There isn't a, there's like no one pulls focus in a weird way because even though it's about Ted Lasso and, and Jason Vegas, like. I think he wrote on it this show too, right? I mean, he definitely yeah, produced. Yeah, he's one of, he's credited as one of the co-creators. Yeah, um but he I don't know. This show is generous with its sort of writing. Like everybody gets a hand on it. Everybody gets And there's also like a lot of arcs for the individual. Like we have sort of the three kind of players on the team that we really care about and get to know 
throughout and then there's a lot of background soccer players which some of them are actual soccer players uh who uh-huh. play real soccer which is why they're there because they can you know film them playing real soccer right but we have like uh jamie who's like the young hothead new star right. roy who's the old the older and by older he's like probably what 35 yeah, yeah maybe not um, quite 40 <laughs> yeah he's, which is old for soccer but like he he was the old star and is like the only one around from the last time this team was yeah. good and then we have sam who's from nigeria who's like good but um sort of at odds with jamie because jamie you know is is a showboat right and then i just i just was introduced to uh the oh yeah danny rojas yeah danny rojas from from mexico (laughs) and he's great who was injured when they like acquired him as a player and so nobody in any league or any any team in the league was aware of his skill level and then but so, like, we have these couple back. players where we know who they are, we know their personalities, and then everyone else is kind of background. And there's a, there's a few of them that have sort of, like, general personalities that are, like, bully, yeah, idiot. Yeah, Crab and Goyle. <laughs> yeah, but, like, they all get to be pretty funny, and, like, Jamie yeah. and Roy have a really fun dynamic. Um, the only other person that I knew from this show is whenever we meet Rupert, Rebecca's, like, ex. He played. He's the guy who played Giles uh-huh. in Buffy the Vampire. Oh, got it. Okay. Slayer, and he does great. He's so smarmy and and hateable immediately. So hateable. Like as soon as you meet him, you're like, "Fuck this guy." Definitely. But um, yeah, I don't know this show. How Star Wars is it? Not very. Well, okay. Let's actually let's let's, let's go there because I reckon I didn't do any research really, but I imagine it was shot in England. Yeah, let That's me just Star confirm. Wars. I mean that's pretty Star like Wars. A whole bunch of English background actors in in a, in a you know at the time a largely American piece. Yeah, I th- it looks like it was mostly filmed in in London. Uh, um, yeah, like established English stage actors. Yep. Yep. Uh, let's see. Well, okay. Here's another thing that it's Star Wars. It has like four co-creators, and it's based on commercials. <laughs> yes. Yes. Oh, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Wait. Hold on. Is that you know what that 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 could be a good how Mupp, how the Muppets is it? Because uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Kurt was originally or how, in commercials. Um, how cavemen Ernest? is it? Oh, what oh, you yeah, say? Ernest, that's a good one too. I said cavemen. Yes. Remember those Geico yes, yes, yes. cavemen? The Geico cavemen. Then like and Nicole I was, saying, was in the TV show. <laughs> yes, and I was saying how Ernest is it because Ernest uh, from the Ernest movies was uh-huh. originally a character. That he did in commercial. Right. Also, <laughs> plus how earnest lowercase e is this show. I would say it's an eleven out of ten. Very well. And then like, while we were talking about Star Wars, so the, the, this something that this show does really well because like everybody I've heard, like a lot of people were like, "Gotta watch it, gotta watch it." And this is a feel good show, but not in like a sort of like cloying, right? Like, not in like a um like making it, which I also love that yeah. like crafting show on NBC. Yes. It's it's almost like. Okay, it's an elimination competition. You you can be sad that someone has to go home, but like, and, and I also don't need you to be, you know, like Great British Baking Show is the same kind of thing. Like, yes. I don't need you to be like mean to one another, but like, I do need you guys to show me that like you really want it. <laughs> yeah, it's a competition. Yeah. Well, and like, and also like not like a sort of cheesy feel good, like a lifetime right, kind right. of movie kind of thing, right? It's a it's a feel good in the sense that like. You are rooting for these characters, and the it, it you know it reminds me of a, a, a Bob's Burgers in a way because yes. it's like sort of just casually optimistic and nice. Where it's like these like 
optimistic, but like not a good set of circumstances to be optimistic about. Yes. Yeah. And not and not like foolishly optimistic necessarily, but it's like Hopeful. these characters yeah. are funny, they're flawed, but the, at the end of the day, like in Bob's Burgers, it's like they're funny, they're flawed, but at the end of the day, they're a family and they're going to love each other and they're going to have each other's backs. And like in Ted Lasso, you're like, it's funny, these people are flawed, but you know at the end of the day that like Ted is going to try his best and he's going to try to pull everybody else up with him. Yeah, totally. Um, which, which I really like. And, and I think it's also interesting because you do get to see some of the cracks in his demeanor and his sort of persona right. with his wife, like, in the middle of the season. Yeah, yeah. And something that Charlie said that I thought was really interesting was, like, they are great parents together. Like, you get to watch them with their kid. Mm-hmm. And they're absolutely wonderful parents. But then, like, you, you can tell they are not good spouses. Yeah. Like, they do not work together as romantic partners. Right. But they're great parents, and yeah. it's like so devastating to watch it that. Is where you're really like, really sad. It's it's like, <laughs> I didn't I didn't like really get the cliche expression of like, yeah, we just wanted different things, you know, like yeah. the type of thing, you know, like you hear a breakup as mutual, and yeah. at first you go like, was it? And then when they be? say we wanted different things. That sort of always has been like a. Um, oh, okay, I get it. But I never really did until, like, that exact thing happened to me. Like, two people just wanted different things. And I was like, oh, when you want something different from someone else, you can't be with that person. Yeah. You know, like, you can't it, force it, them it, the to math want it. doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. And so that that is a, a sort of a beautiful, like, early, like right before mid-season thing that happens. Yeah, is yeah. It's like, it doesn't work, you know? It doesn't work out with his wife. And it's like, it sucks. Right. But then you're like... Well, how is he going to make it? He's got to pour all of his heart into football now. Yeah. Are you a soccer fan in general? Oh, definitely not. See, I like watching soccer, I but I never end up... I never go out of my way to find it unless it's the World Cup or, like, mm. the Olympics, and then I'll watch it. Sure. Um, but, like, I, I like the idea of it. I like soccer video games. FIFA's a very fun video game. But I... And I've always, like, kind of wanted to start getting into, like, soccer... But also, I don't know how to, especially, like, I feel like I'd have to get into the European League because yeah. it seems more interesting. To me, um, to me, it's like, um, similarly, I think uh, if you told me there was a version of baseball that it was just like you could watch the whole game in 90 seconds of highlights, I would do that with soccer too. Because, like, I, I played both uh, growing yeah. up and I, like, get how they work. So, like... If there was just like little, I almost, my, my frame of reference was hit clips. Do you remember those? Yes. Yes. <laughs> if there was a hit clip for like a baseball game or a soccer game where like, I just see the goals and then I see any other plays that were cool television well, that may or may not have actually panned out to be worth, you know, an actual point on the board. Like, give me just like the 10 coolest moments from the game. Mike, I have great news for you. There's this channel called mm-hmm. ESPN hmm. and <laughs> pretty much exactly what you're describing. Oh, here, I guess let me, <laughs> let me rephrase because I certainly will not seek it out. I guess no, what no, I'm no, saying sure, sure, is sure. like if I, if it was on, if I were like at a hotel and I didn't have my iPad and the only channel was soccer, if that were, <laughs> you know, like the entire league series in like 90 second chunks, I'd watch the whole thing. <laughs> okay. So you're saying if, if soccer was t- a TikTok length, 
um, you would watch it. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, if I was alone on a desert island and my only options were to watch a full game of soccer or not watch anything, I would probably just not watch anything. <laughs> okay, that's insane. My, uh, listeners, I want you to know that I do not agree with Mike at all. I, I would think count soccer... all the grains of sand and be like, there must be more of these than stars. <laughs> you would make, yeah, you'd be wrong. And, uh,. <laughs> You could then like mail it to Snapple and let them know. Yeah. Um, the I, I, I listeners, I disagree with Mike. For you sports fans out there, um, and for you non-sports fans, I think that soccer is one of the most fun sports to watch, uh, both on TV and in in uh, at an actual game, because there's not a thousand breaks. Like when you're watching soccer on TV, you're just watching it. It's like you're going to watch 45 minutes and then another 45 minutes. Uh, I think that's how long the halves are. I yeah, don't remember. Right. It is that, is it 30 and 30 or 45 and 45? I can't remember. But um, I think it's 45 and 45. But like, yeah, if, if, you know, they add on time at the end. So there's like no timeout. I mean, there can be a timeout, like that kind of stuff. But they add on the time at the end. So that, like when you're when you watch a football game, it's like they do something for two seconds. Right. And then there's about a minute and a half of not doing anything. Yeah, yeah. And freaking like Joe Buck is just talking like an idiot. And you just see the same catch reviewed from all the different angles yes. of like where his feet inbounds. <laughs> and like same thing in baseball. Like baseball is, I, I think baseball is fun to watch in person. I think baseball is boring as hell to watch on TV. Yes, Because totally. it's like. In person, you got the seventh inning stretch. You got the yes, mascots you have the running fun, around the bags. Yes, the fun <laughs> culture parts of being at a baseball yeah, game. Yeah, you got hot dogs. But then dogs. like I've, I, I've gone to a few soccer games. My, my roommate and I uh, went to see we got to this was wild we, we watched the uh i believe it was the it was the south african women's national team versus the u.s women's national team and it was just a friendly like before the world oh, cup uh-huh. at that time and it was at the at freaking soldier field and we just got tickets somehow and went and it was a blast yeah like i, I bet whirlwind you i would enjoy going the whole time yeah it's just fun like you are never not watching something because they're always doing something yeah and like it's also weird because the culture around soccer is like there's no in, in like the stands and stuff like there's not just random songs playing the old like you there were literally times when it was really tense where none of the people in the stands were talking and you could hear the people the the women playing soccer on the field like a hundred yards away Damn. you could hear them like yelling at each other and shouting things to each other because no one was talking because we were all like oh my god are they gonna score and then once they did it would be like the loudest fucking thing in the world and you also have like the uh on both sides you have like the the section of fans who are the ones leading chants uh-huh. um like the classic like hooligans kind of people right and it's just like it's super fun i think it's i, I so all that to say i disagree with mike it's fun to watch um, and I like the soccer in this movie. I mean, the show. Uh, and I like soccer. And yeah, not to be like a freaking sports ball guy, <laughs> but I, I just like uh, unless unless I'm going to a game again, like you said, sort of for the like the cultural piece. I'm not gonna like like there's there's not a reality at this point in my life where I get like invited to go to some soccer bar to watch a soccer game on TV that I would have any interest. I no, it's, totally. it's hard for me to muster up interest to go to a friend's house to have a good time together. <laughs> no, yeah, it's hard to go and do anything with anybody. Yeah, and if you yeah. put on if you add to it something I'm not interested in, right. I, why would I go? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, should we go to the break? Do we have any more thoughts before we jump I, in? I had a couple other Star Wars things. I know I mentioned earlier, but uh, Rebecca is sort of Palpatine-esque. And in fact, her little guy, what's his name? Higgins? Yes, Higgins. He's sort of Darth Vader-esque, if you, if you will give sure. me so much latitude. because I, like, I will he, give you the rope. 
he works for her and like wants to do her bidding, but then also like he comes around and joins the good guys. <laughs> well, and he's also like, I love the little background in his life too. Cause you get to see that he's just a genuinely good person who works for someone who is kind of putting him into a, like not, uh, not enviable position of sort right. of going against his better judgment. Yes. Right. Um, but I guess you could also say that Rebecca might be a little bit of a Darth Vader too, because by the end and throughout, She's you sort of see her by revenge. Right, she's consumed by re revenge, but you sort of see her turn as the series goes on. Yes. Another like theme I like, which I don't think. Uh, sorry, I just thought of this because I was going to say it earlier. Is it's it's you know American football versus football, the fish out of water. But there's also like a sort of cultural war at play with Ted's like American sort of openness and mm. willing willingness to be intimate, a willingness yeah. to share. Whereas, like, the British people especially are, like, like that's not what you do, right? It's like, lip. yes, exactly. And so, like, whenever he tries to just be him, when he's, like, breaking down barriers just by being himself, there is this weird sense of, like, oh, you know what? Maybe some maybe some parts of British cult culture uh, aren't good. Like, that's yeah. sort of, like, we can't be emotional and we, like, we can't yeah, right. uh, feel things. It's almost like the exact opposite of that movie Moneyball. <laughs> Did you ever see that? No, but I, I know it's, I, I'm familiar. Yeah, like it's the, like take the, take numbers the out. Just like here's the logic, and if you follow this formula, you will win the World Series. But yeah. people with their American emotions are all like, "But it's baseball." Yes, it's like <laughs> it's like the. Yes, it is the opposite because this is like putting. It's like don't worry about numbers. Let's worry about emotions. That that's yeah. the coaching strategy. Yeah, yeah. There, there are so yeah. There are I. I remember this is just random fun fact, but like that's the same way as like. There's so many ways that things could be done better in American sports, even in football. It's like they've done the math, and you should always go for it on fourth down. Like you should never punt because what? you will either get it, and if you don't then the other team will score. You'll either stop them. And if you don't, they'll score faster and you'll get possession again quicker. So you can try again. Sure. So like there's they're taking it from the 50 or something. Yes. Instead so of there's a the time management team. aspect to it. Um, but wow. like they've, they've done the math. It's like, you should just go for it every time. Like if you were literally just going by numbers, you should go for it every time, but no That's one does the same it. Same as the, uh, the Monty hall problem, the three doors. Yes. Do you know that one? Yes. Yes. It's you, you always should... keep your door. You don't change <laughs> or wait, mm -hmm. no, you always change. That's what it is. You, you always change. You have, you have a higher chance of getting it right, right if you change, which makes no sense you, the logically, always, but then it does. The way I like learned that it does make sense is instead of three doors, what if it were 99 doors? You pick one, and then yes. the person says, okay, you can have that one, or I'm going to open 98 of these other doors and show you that they're bad. Would you like to switch to the one remaining? Like, Do you really think you picked the right one out of 100? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's also one more just random one. Like everyone in the M I learned this from a Malcolm Gladwell book. Everyone in the NBA when they shoot free throws should be shooting granny style. Like I've heard that one. Whenever you like, whenever you were a kid, you shot granny style, like underhanded to shoot free throws, and it's uh, once again mathematically proven to be a better way to specifically shoot free throws. Like you would not do it in a game because it's easier to block. But because if you're it's literally, a, it's a single axis. It's a yes. pendulum and you're only going toward the hoop. The, the people who, who shot it like that way were like, I think there was, some, I can't remember. There was someone in the NBA a, a while ago that did it. And they, their like free throw percentage was like 
insane compared to everyone else and no one does it because it looks stupid like everyone looks goofy people are like that's how girls do it or something yes and then they stopped and it was like a weird thing where like a macho thing yes it's a macho thing it's a weird machismo thing where it's like there's no reason that it stopped other than people thought it like all these basketball players like it looks dumb like girls looks like like i'm giving birth but i'm a boy and it's like (laughs) if if i was a coach i'd be the first of basketball the first thing i'd say is like you're all shooting granny style we could win (laughs) more games you idiots Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Star Wars stuff. Sorry, I just went on like I was like, let's go to the break. It went on three tangents. Yeah, no, I don't really have a lot more Star Wars stuff. I guess the other one is just sort of high level that it's like, um, it's sort of not lovable losers per se, but like a group of people who like shouldn't be able to succeed and they yeah. end up through sort of ragtag. The power of teamwork. Well, and let's run through a couple of the hits. Are there bops? Nah, really. No. Uh, that Mumford song. Yeah, it's pretty good. Get stuck in my head. Are there, um, Sneaking around? Mm, not really. Yeah, I mean, like, any example of it would be a stretch. Yeah. Uh, Hero's Journey? Not really. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not very Star Wars. Let's should we go to the break. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah, let's go to the break. Woo! Woo! Well, hello, sweeties and listeners. We are popping in here to let you know about our new Patreon. Woohoo! That's right. We just started a Patreon. It's called the House Star Wars Is It Expanded Universe, or HSUEU for short. For just $5 a month, you get a weekly bonus episode plus a monthly commentary track for a different Star Wars film and access to our exclusive Discord server where you can chat with us and other listeners. That's right. And if you want to be our best friend ever and want to be the best listener ever, you can also join the EU, which is $10 a month. And you get everything that Mike just said. Plus, you'll get a personalized shout out and a thank you on our regular main feed podcast, the one you're listening to right now. And if either of those seem a little too steep for you, you can join us for $2 a month and just join us on the Discord channel or for $1 a month because you just really like the show and want to throw us a bone once a month. So go to patreon.com slash howstarwarsisit and join us in the SWEEU. How Star Wars is it? When we're... And we're... Oh, hold on. And we're gold! (laughs) (laughs) And we're in the back... And we're know. apples and pears. Yes, and we're Apple Plus. <laughs> so, um, welcome back. This week, uh, here on the show, How Star Wars Is It? We have a game, like every week. And I have the game. And in honor of uh, it being Ted Lasso, an American in England, this game is called Football or Football? Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, so, have we talked... Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, please. Have we talked about... So the derivation of soccer versus football on this show before? I don't know it. Okay, well, I'll tell you. So it's funny that British people, English people get mad at uh, us Yanks mm-hmm. for saying soccer because that was the initial name of it in uh, London, or not London, England, mm-hmm. in the UK. It was called soccer because it was short for... Um, soccer oh, to me. It was like United Associ- Association soccer of something like they and the abbreviation was they abbreviated it to sock cur mm. um so it was like a uh sort of like nickname uh for the game and so then um americans and uh started using it uh because of 
that's what everyone was calling it. Oh, yes, association football was what it was called. Um, and it was sort of to differentiate it from, like, rugby and other games. Mm. And so we called it soccer. And it was sort of a thing where it was, once again, like, uh, the lower class called it soccer. And then the upper class, the British, decided, decided that that was word. not yeah. cool. And so they started calling it football. And so, like, weirdly, soccer is more of an original name for it. Mm. Um, but because Americans and, like, uh, you know, people they looked down on the lower class started using it, they switched to football, which then once they invaded the rest of the world and had the, you know, British Empire sure. of uh, in India and everywhere else, the whole world calls it football now. They're like, this is what you call and it. And so it's just a funny, weird backwards thing. Because it's like, you guys made this word up and you're making fun of us yeah. for the name that you made up. That's funny. It does feel very American to be like, no, we got our own, our own thing going. We got on. our own name. Yeah. Also, very American to like stick to it whenever someone else is like, that's not what it's called anymore, and we're like, well, yes, yeah. it is. That's what we call. What, are you going to cancel me for calling it soccer? You can't say anything these days. Yeah, you can't say soccer. <laughs> can't say. I do like, although I like, I do like how in other countries they call it American football. Like that's very fun, and I think uh -huh. we should call f uh, regular football that in America too. Like, we should specify every time. We should call like the NFL American football. Yes, we should saying? call yeah, that. Yeah, yes, yeah. we should call it American football and soccer. Yeah. Like and American soccer. American soccer and American football. American football. Every sport should have American in uh -huh. front of it if it's played in America. Yeah, yeah. And if it's played in another, right now in the Olympics, guess what? All the sports are playing Japanese. Japanese they, track and field. Yeah. <laughs> and here we are playing a match of Japanese water polo. It's the same as regular water polo, but we're in Japan. Right, right. <laughs> Stupid. Um, well, along those lines, today's game is about uh, words. In England, they use different words for things than we do here. Of course, Ted Lasso is an American football coach who moves to the UK to coach their version of football, which, of course, we call soccer. While he's there... He makes biscuits, which we call cookies. In mm -hmm. this game, I will give you a British term like football or biscuits, and you'll have to tell me uh, what we call that here in America. Great. Uh, you know, so like now, the boot of the car is the trunk. Right. The trunk. Or, or you have to tell me if the word that I gave you is something I made up. Yes. And if I made it up, you have to guess what you think it would mean. <laughs> <laughs> I love when this, this kind of thing happens. Because I definitely made up a thing. Like, I, I picked a thing, and then I was like, what would be a funny British word for that? Like, they right, all have right, right. a thing that I think it means. <laughs> okay, so if I can get the specific one that you think, uh, I also... It's another point or whatever. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I win. You're not playing against anybody. Right. So, okay, are you ready? Now, I am ready, and I might get some of these, because I was a little bit of an Anglophile at mm -hmm. one point. And by that, I mean I watched Doctor Who, so... Sure, yeah, you know, uh, a handful of these are ones that are, like, obvious. Uh, sure. And other ones I, I saw on, like, a list of things. I was like, oh, I know that word but didn't know that's what that was or like yeah. um i would have never guessed that that was a real thing so but i i I'm, i think you will do well i am excited all right here's a gimme to get us started the british term is flat and it is a noun yes that's going to be essentially your apartment yes that is correct they call yes. the apartment the flat the flats uh all right another british term is fringe and it is also used oh, as a yes. noun. That's going to be bangs. Yes, that's correct. I did not know that one. Yes, I think I, I learned that from Fleabag. Ah, sure. I, I think need to rewatch like, that. Talks about her fringe. Holy shit, Very good that show. show is good. We should do that. We should do that. We should do like British Month. Ooh. Sometime. 
I like that idea. And then maybe I can coerce you into watching Hustle on yes, Tubi. <laughs> one of these days. I, I like have some for some reason Doctor Who is coming up again a lot recently in my life. And like a part of me wants to go back and rewatch it, but it's such a the the seasons that I watched and really loved came out from 2005 to 2010, uh-huh. and I am like so reticent to touch anything right. from those from That's that what era. I hear about that show. I I've never really watched it. Allie has shown me a couple. Friend of the pod, Allie Gospel. Uh, so if we ever do that, we should have her on, and I should we could, uh, maybe we could do it as a. As a Watch series them. in general, um, and it'd be fun to have Ali on. But uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, like a part of me was like, oh, I want to go rewatch David Tennant's seasons. But I'm also t- terrified that they will not be good. Oh, and that right. I will be because like. Because that was, while it was only like 10 to 15 years ago, culture has changed so much just in terms of like things holding up. <laughs> yes. And I, I, I want it to remain beautiful in my memory. Yeah, so. yeah, sure. So fringe Uh, means bangs. The next term, yes, bangs is correct. The next term is paddly blaps. (laughs) Paddly blaps. And that is also, like, I suppose Uh, you would call it a noun. I feel like that, I don't know. I want to, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say this one you did make up. (laughs) That's correct. (laughs) And I think that it is in English, what we would, or in in America, what, what the Brits call a paddly blap, right? Paddly blaps, yeah. Uh, that's gonna be a uh, uh, a duck. <laughs> oh, very interesting guess. What if I were to tell you that it's the it's the sort of colloquial term for a specific game? Oh, so tiddlywinks. Oh, <laughs> that's that's certainly a good guess. It is actually ping pong, and again, mm. that's in my head. Great. I was thinking of a. I was trying to think of like paddling, like a like what paddles, and I was yeah, thinking no, like in the water. Yeah, that was a great and like uh, educated guess. I would is say tiddly, is tiddlywinks also just a British thing? It, it it must be, or or like a like an old west. Yeah, well, let's play some tiddlywinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, the next one is candy floss. Oh yeah, Which that of is, is also like a noun. That's real. Um, what is it? Candy floss. That is real. I know. I've heard of that. Uh, is it just like freaking like Twizzlers? Uh, no, those are called Twizzies. Twizzies. I made that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is a uh, cotton candy. Cotton candy. I, if I had, if I had waited a little longer, I think I could have got that. Yeah, yeah. Did you know there is a um, Smarties? In, oh, that's like M and M's. Yes, they're yeah. smart. Basically, everywhere else in the world, Smarties are are a better version of M and M's, like a chocolate candy with a or with a candy shell. Yeah. And the Smarties that we have are called are Rockets. Actually sidewalk chalk. <laughs> they are. They are. But they're called Rockets elsewhere. Oh, interesting. Ro- yeah. So if you ever get Rockets across the pond or in like Canada, even those are Smarties. Or just like how uh, TJ Maxx here is called TK Maxx in the UK. Yes, inexplicably. Yeah, well, I think there is a, a splicable to that. It's that No, it can't had, be explicit. I think they had something called TJ Maxx or something similar to that, and they sure. wanted to just make sure they sounded different. Okay, we have a lot more. We should keep yeah, going. Yeah, yeah, we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> okay, the next one is chomps, and it mm. is a noun. I'm going to say you made that up. That's correct. <laughs> and chomps is short for or is slang mm-hmm. for whenever you're uh 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 going out for a night on the town oh you're, you're gonna go some out chomps you're going out for some chomps yeah that's a really good guess uh for me though it is a set of false teeth <laughs> oh of course of course of course of course <laughs> just see that old bitch chomps oh anyone seen my chomps 
And she said, she said, George Washington had a pair of chomps. <laughs> well, he famously had tree chomps. <laughs> tree chomps. Log chomps. Uh, okay. Oh, log chomps. Next one after chomps is chitter chatters. Oh, that sounds real. Um, I'm going to say that's real. And that it is, what it means is chitter chatters. Is it uh, I, gossips? Just um, idle okay, gossips? Okay, so here's something. Without Googling it, I would say your answer very well could be correct. But I did make that up. Ah, no! <laughs> uh, and uh, just to follow on the hot, hot on the heels of chomps, uh, chitter chatters are those like wind-up The wind-up teeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, next one. Oi, who is anyone see my chitter chatters? <laughs> yeah, the next to your chomps. <laughs> we gotta stop mixing those two up. Yeah. <laughs> um, like in a cartoon when they put in the wrong yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. Because, <laughs> 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 okay, the next one is aubergine. Oh, that's a real one too, aubergine, aubergine. That is like a store or like a food or like a restaurant. <laughs> Hmm. All different things. <laughs> um, I'm going to say that's a restaurant. And in America, we call it uh, <laughs> a restaurant. <laughs> in America, we call it Fuddruckers. Oh, I see. It's like a specific restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Um, well, you're you're in the ballpark. I, I've heard that word before and associated it with like a color. Like I, I thought it was just oh. like a purplish color. But... Um, similar to sort of coriander being cilantro, it is the word for eggplant. Oh, okay. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Yeah. So, so they send the aubergine emoji whenever they're trying to get sexy. Yes, that's right. Gotcha. Yeah. They're like, fancy some chomps, and then they send the aubergine. <laughs> oh, ouch. <laughs> uh, okay, next one is lift. Oh, that's going to be the elevator, of that's course. That's correct. That is correct. A lift is an elevator. The next one is clinkies. <laughs> I feel like you made that up. <laughs> That's I feel correct. Like it's, I feel like it might be another kind of teeth, uh, but maybe not. <laughs> clinkies are going to be th those um, little, uh, like, <laughs> Newtonian uh, uh, balls like that sit Newton's on the desk. Cradle. Yeah, Newton's cradle things. That's Those a really clinkies. good guess. I, and it's funny that you said teeth because at, at first I was thinking like, wouldn't it be funny if all the shit I made up was just different <laughs> teeth? But then I was like, well, I don't want it to come across as like a dentistry, a, a UK dentistry slant a slur. Right. I didn't, I'm not in Oh, you're that. right. Yes, yes. Uh, but no, clinkies are, is just loose change. <laughs> oh, that was literally what I was going to say. And then I was like, <laughs> I got to say something stupider. Uh -huh. um, and that's what I was going to say. So, yeah. wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. Like you have a, you have a little uh, uh, jar on your counter that you, you put your keys down and you toss your clinkies in it. You toss your clinkies. That's another thing I like about British TV in general is that like, and something that I like, I remember... One thing I liked about, and certain American shows are getting more towards that, like people that look more just like people. Oh my God, like, yes. You know what I mean? British like actors as, all look regular. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like all of Ted Lasso. And it's kind of funny because Jason Sudeikis is sort of in that vein where he's like a handsome guy, but he's uh -huh. not like a, like a movie star, you know? And so everyone just looks like someone you would meet. Right. And the people that are very attractive, like like Rebecca, it is sort of called out as being like, wow, what, like a, what a striking, <laughs> you know? And like, I remember I, I, something I really liked about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, the show, is that like everyone in that show 
was um, looked like just someone who would be doing and what they were doing and working in the job they're working at. And some of them were attractive, but like even the ones that were like really hot were like hot in a way that someone who worked at your office would be really hot <laughs> as opposed to like, you know, when you have, I don't know, freaking Natalie Portman and it, it's somewhere. It's like, right. okay, no, you go be a movie star. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or anytime the like, rock is What are you doing anything. working here? Just yeah. go be an actor. You... Acting's yeah. not hard. You just have to be pretty. <laughs> yeah, you're so pretty. Like, yeah. <laughs> or any, yeah, anytime The Rock isn't playing, like, you know, someone in Jumanji where he's a video game character, it's like, right. what? You're not a. You, you, this I'm sorry, make sense. you just, like, go to a restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. Or, like, uh, uh, Dave Batista in anything, like, dr- the guy who played Drax. It's like, yeah. no, you're a professional wrestler. You right, should do right. that. Yeah. You'd be great <laughs> at it. Um, okay, Clinkies, you did. The next one is. Hugh Laurie. Oh, well, that's going to be, in America, we call that Dr. House. That is exactly right. (laughs) (laughs) That is what I have on my screen. Oh, man. It is one I quote unquote made up, and in America, we call him Dr. House. Now, he Uh, is pretty good. He does a decent, like, pretty good American accent, I will say. He does. Especially being on that many seasons of television. Man, I'm just thrilled that you got that exactly right. (laughs) He was also, I remember there was. I'm chuffed, I should say. I'm chuffed. He was in this, like, there was this band that was, like, made up of, of people from TV around that time. And he was, like, the pianist for it because he plays actual, like, sort of oh, jazzy yeah, piano yeah. and sang. And what was it called? It was, like, Band from TV or something. Hmm. Uh, and it was, like, very cute and fun. Yeah, Band from TV. Literally just called Band from TV. And it was just made up of a bunch of, like, like people TV from actor. TV. Yeah, huh. it was great. Anyway, that's it. Okay, that was Hugh Laurie. Next one is... Huge lorry. <laughs> That's going to be, in America, we call that like a really big car. Yeah, I, I wrote huge truck. Yeah, huge truck. <laughs> now, is that correct? I suppose. Did I make it up? Not really, but is it like colored by my having made this into a game? Sure. So yeah. the fact that you gave an answer is a point. <laughs> oh, how, hey, hey, hold on. How Star Wars is it? Banned from TV. Founded by... Greg Gunberg, Grunberg, oh, aka JJ Abrams' JJ friend. JJ Abrams' lucky rabbit's foot. <laughs> uh huh. Who is in everything and is in Star Wars because of him. Yeah. Um, that was the founder. And uh, Terry Hatcher. Oh, shit. Also, you know, uh, From Desperate Housewives, po- of course. Yes, related to the podcast because Desperate Housewives yes. was, was, did vocals for it at one point. Wow. Um, I'm just trying to see if there's any other names that I recognize off the top of my head. That's, that, that's enough for now. Keep going. <laughs> We can we can cover their discography maybe on an episode sometime. And we will. Yeah. All right. The next one is KPEG, spelled K-P-E-G. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know. I feel like that's going to be British. You made it up, and it's British for... It's not K-pop. It's whenever you're drinking a Korean uh, beer. But instead of K-Keg, they said K-Peg for some reason. I don't know. I lost the plot. You're right that I made it up. And you're also right that there's like some lingo thing that I did to it. It is made up. But just like the clue I gave you earlier of TJ Maxx being TK Maxx, that is the <gasps> British version of JPEG. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, of course, of course, of course. The clues were there and I should have got it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. The next one is hundreds and thousands. Now, these are just normal words. Yes, this this is a phrase that means something specific. Oh, sure. Is this is this some kind of Cockney slang? Um, I don't. It's not like a rhyming. slang. It's not rhyming slang. No. Okay, so I'm gonna say it's not real. To my Hun- hundreds and thousands means, um, 
whenever you're got you got a big payday? Um, no. It is real though. It is what they call the really tiny sphere sprinkles that you put oh. like on ice cream, like the little non-perials, non perils yeah. but like the rainbow ones. That's cute. Which of course you might get a, a lolly or a ninety-nine. Yeah, sure. That's a that's a thing I, I heard from uh, Broadchurch when they go to the beach and they get a little soft serve. It's called a ninety nine. I love that. You put your hundreds Probably and thousands could, on it. Was it because it was ninety nine like cents? I, I think so. That's that's cute. Yeah. Ninety nine quid. Or no, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's dollars. Ninety nine pounds. <laughs> ninety nine pence. Um. All right. Next one. Uh, kind of going in the same realm here. Ninety nine quid would be so expensive <laughs> for an ice cream cone. Um. Knots and crosses. Oh, that's that's uh, tic tac toe. That's correct. Yes, I know that. I think that that's one. great. Yes, so good. Um, all right, the next one is the Tinkle Poo House. <laughs> well, that's gonna be one you made up, but it is what they call the House of Congress. Heyo! <laughs> Actually, uh, there it's the House of Lords and the House of Commons. So, yeah, uh, uh, it is something I made up, and it's the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, I thought you were doing some like political, you no, know, humor. No, uh, no, no, why would I do something <laughs> smart? <laughs> I'm sorry. I was. I, I'm sorry, guys. It's all these clowns. You're right. The, it's, Congress is a circus, not because uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. of these clowns. Okay, yes. go ahead. Uh, a Piccadilly circus. Am I right? Um, all right. The last one is Mystery Pooch and the Undead Archipelago. <laughs> <laughs> That's of course gonna be the. Uh, English localization name uh-huh. for Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Yes, and it's real. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it is not. You are I correct. Do, there are so I love... So did I win? Yes, you, you won. Oh, yay! <laughs> you won I a love, big prize. I love language localizations for video games um, because that's like the thing I know more about, but it's like the same like anime, like when they're dubbing things, you know? Oh, uh-huh. Because you would think that like when you do something... F- um, when you're going from one language to another, right? Like there's stuff in Japanese, there's references in Japanese yes, right. that we wouldn't that get, we wouldn't right? Get. So, so they they or literally will change the phrase, them. like yes. like slang terms, like the one that I, I know I've probably even said it on this show before, but in French, lunettes de soleil is uh, sunglasses, and they have a slang phrase for if you wear your sunglasses over your eyes so that you can sleep and not be bothered, mm-hmm. they call that lunettes de sommeil. Oh, that's good. Like, like glasses like sleep. for sleep. As I love that. Glasses for sun. Well, it's so like you have like Animal Crossing is one where like there will be whole references changed because mm-hmm. it's you know original Japanese versus like the English localization. Yes, but my, sure. But I, I love when there's uh, localizations between. Um, like the UK and and the US right. because there are sometimes still things where it's like I don't know what they're talking right, about. Sure, like, I mean that's why <laughs> like so many shows like The Office or whatever like yeah. exist. It's like yeah. this is really funny, but it's not super approachable to Americans. So let's just make the same thing, but like change the references so they're like, oh yeah, no, I know who Peyton Manning is. <laughs> right, and then we'll and then we'll make it go on. For way Much too long. Much longer, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know how they they like get out when they're getting good over there. Yeah, like, right. We're gonna do the opposite, <laughs> and we're gonna just like spring as much out of it as we can. Yeah. Charlie, and, Charlie, and I have this ongoing fight where she, she, funnily enough, like I don't know anybody who doesn't like The Office. I know people like myself mm-hmm. who liked The Office and kind of don't like it anymore because it's like yeah. gotten old, you know, in a right, way. Right. Um, which, I, you know, like, I think I can't remember if we've, we, we may have discussed this before on the show. Um, 
But Charlie is the only person I know who insists that The Office is a bad show and has always been a bad show. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think you can say that. Like, that I think is you a can really say... funny opinion to have. Yeah, I'm like, I, I, we, we, we argue about it all the time. I'm like, it's not like some of the seasons are actually very good. Some right. of the writing is very good. Is it problematic because it was in that time period? Also, yes. But I don't think you can say it's just bad from the beginning. <laughs> Like, I don't know. It's There's it's, there's this it's video funny. I just watched recently that was so good. It's by those guys Wisecrack that make yes. like philosophical pop culture videos. And it was about the um the sensibility of the two cultures and and their versions of the office. Mm. So like there's the British office which really is just like no one looks good. The no. setting looks bad. It it's filmed like the film quality is kind of bad. Everything's sort of gray. Um, and then America kind of just like basically copy pasted it for the first season or at least yes. the first chunk. And then eventually they're like, America's not responding to this and it needs to be no. a bit more colorful and people need to be having more fun. And like the sensibility of like work sucks versus like, let's all like make the office our family and our like place of, of self fulfillment yeah, it's is like, like wor- such a fucking American yeah. thing to it's be like, like, like yeah, you're of- going to meet your wife and you're going to like spend your entire day just only having fun. It's sort of a sad, <laughs> like, like capitalist propaganda thing yes. too of like, no, 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 like, yeah, work sucks, but you can make it fun. Right. Like you got to make your own fun. Whereas like, like your the br- job is meaningless and could either be done by an algorithm or a monkey or a robot, yeah. but like you could... Uh, rearrange a bunch of the desks and uh, have that take up a day. <laughs> yeah, whereas the British version's like, work sucks, and that, that's you, the end of it. You There's, are that's stuck, it. and you will not be able to grow or, yeah, or it's just, achieve self-actualization. <laughs> the, 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 I remember, so like another British TV show that I, I really liked that I think a lot of people got into because it was on Netflix was The IT Crowd. Oh, um, right. Very, I very funny. Um I, I haven't watched it in a while. I hope it holds up. But anyway, it's very funny. But like, I remember reading there was going to be a American version of it at one point. And so the guy who uh, was in the original was it was Chris O'Dowd and Richard mm-hmm. Ayoade. And Chris O'Dowd is like the um, you know the the cop from Bridesmaids. He's Irish. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's like you know uh, sort of. Like, he looks regular. It's like we talked about earlier. He just looks like a normal guy. Yeah, right. And he's very funny, but, like, he looks like a normal guy. And then in the American version, the guy they, they cast to play him, that character was Joel McHale. And so it's like, <laughs> it's like once again, the American sensibility is like, yes. that wouldn't be the same show at all. I know, yeah. Um, like, definitely watching British TV, and I'm, I'm not even nearly as well-versed as, like, you or my sister or a lot of, like, British TV people, but, like... The handful of shows I have watched that I've gotten into, it's just like, fuck, man, we gotta... like, And, and I know we're in like such a like golden era of TV in America, too, but it's like, man, we gotta learn uh, that like a show can just be like 12 episodes and then it's over all, all yes. the way. <laughs> well, and I think like, you know, not not to like put the, the like British TV on a pedestal too much, because I think there's stuff that America does better, yes. too. Right. And but but also it's also combined these days anyway with like streaming services. Sure, but like sure. a great example we just said is like Fleabag is such a is an incredible modern version of that where it's like she was like, I'm going to make one season of TV show 
and that's it. And then she was like, actually, I like two seasons. I'll and she another. made another one. And it was also idea. incredibly good. And then it's like, that's it. The end. It's like, right. tell a story. If you're done telling the story, you'd be done telling the story. Yeah. Um, which is Star Wars. Because True. sometimes they don't know when to stop telling a story. You know, I've been uh, rewatching. <sighs> this is now like maybe the third or even maybe fourth time rewatching American Vandal on Netflix. Oh, it's a great show. I've, I've, the first season is the one I've seen. It's so good. It, it is just like... And, and that is one where like it is only two seasons and it, it, and then it got canceled and it's like okay those two seasons are both excellent but but I do want you to do more. <laughs> yes. Well, I, I think I think the thing with that show too is it's such a rinse and repeatable formula that yes. they could have if they wanted yes. to. Although although I'm sure it took so much fucking work to put that show together. Oh, absolutely. The yeah, even even just the logistics of trying to figure out and like plan out the actual shooting quote, it, shooting cry. the shooting the like um, recreations, like the dramatizations, and shooting yes. the like B roll, and shooting video from people's phones as though it was a I, Snapchat or whatever. Like I think about the 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 animation when they are trying to determine on if dock. someone could have seen the hand yes. job on the dock. I think about that all I the time. I think about that animation of just the two figures going dun dun. Yeah. For the listener, Mike and I are just robotically moving our hands up and down. Yeah. That, like, I legitimately think about that probably at least once a week because I think it, it's so fucking it is, funny. It is, like, not not that we're, like, completely now going to a different idea of, of the podcast, but it's the last minute or two, so that makes sense. Yeah, we but, always um, do that. It, the first season is essentially, like, okay, dicks are funny, right? What if yeah. that was ten episodes of TV? <laughs> it's, it's, like, a single joke that takes, and, you know, like, like uh, oh, what, like, three five hours to watch it's a five yeah. hour long dick joke and then the second season is a five hour long shit joke i couldn't watch <laughs> that like i started watching the second season but so charlie loves american vandal and, yeah. we, and 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 i watched the first season with her and i loved it too and then we started the second season and i i have a thing about poop and the uh -huh. the, the first episode was too much poop and i was yeah, like if this is going to be the central central thing of the entire season, i don't think i can watch it yeah. but also it's this not to talk about an entirely different show, but the first season of American Vandal is also really good TV because it has something to say yeah. about like education and how we treat kids yeah. too. Yeah. It's like a dick joke that's also like, hey, does the American education system fail our children like intrinsically? Yeah. And there's kind of nothing we can do about it. Yeah, totally. And it's like, oh fuck! Like I thought I was just here to laugh at a dick joke, and now I'm like, oh shit! These there's no such thing as a bad kid. There's just kids that like essentially get failed by the adults around right. them and that's they're all they're all playing in the same system but like by the very nature of the system no not everyone is going to succeed in the same way <laughs> yeah it's brutal and very funny so anyways it is so good and yeah i think i think the second season like turned a lot of people off because of the like poopiness like i think in fact that's probably why it got like didn't get picked up for another season but boy oh boy yeah. i'm like really loving rewatching it. It also just is like, it has like five million little like uh, things to grab onto and remember, you know, like uh, it's, it's not something like the office where like, you know, all the jokes because like to, to remember everything would just be impossible because it has just like so many fucking like nuggets in it. The other one I remember, I think about all the time is like literally in the first episode, like state your name and who you are. And it's like, such a stupid way to ask that question. Yeah. And, and he, mean, says, I'm doing. he says his name. He's like, I, I the, already told you. What the fuck do you mean? That's a stupid question. <laughs> it, it's great. Um, so Ted Lasso. Anyway, not very Star the other TV show that we're talking about. Not very Star Wars. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
I, I mean, like, I mean, it's a t- it's a TV show, so that like gets it like a little bit, but it is yeah, like it has a narrative, but it takes place in the real world. It's not fantasy. It's not science fiction. Right. Um, it's up for a lot of critical awards. <laughs> yes, true. Which is not very Star Wars. Right. Uh, yeah, I mean, let's just rate it. It's gonna be low. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the unit of measure is gonna be biscuits. <laughs> Gotta be biscuits. Mine's gonna be um, another British thing. Mine's gonna be <laughs> mine's gonna be offsides uh, mm-hmm. calls. Big joke in the first uh, couple episodes. Right. And I'm gonna he go ahead and just give it. Get how that works. Yeah. <laughs> that is really funny. I'm gonna go ahead and just give it two. Yeah, two, two is calls. what I was thinking. Is well. I don't know, like a two. Yeah. Um. Well, we talked a lot about a lot of stuff. So classic episode yep. and and this show is great is it a two out of ten on how great is it no no it's great i would say it's very high yeah it's a very very um, good show you should one watch of the most it. enjoyable shows i've watched especially if you're like watching a lot of sort of more gritty or grimier yeah, stuff it's yeah, like yeah. kind of feels making you feel a little depressed yeah, like you said it's like feel good without being like saccharine yeah it, it'll leave you just being like there's hope speaking you know? of good shows on apple tv have you watched schmigadoon yet no, you because gotta watch and that let too, me tell you why. Also great. They stole my idea. Uh oh. Um, they stole my fucking idea. <laughs> <laughs> no, I literally uh, someone someone messaged me whenever the the the, the like pre trailer dropped or whatever commercial dropped, and they're like, they stole your idea because I like wrote a musical. I quote unquote wrote a musical. I wrote the book for a musical and not any not many lyrics and no music that had a very similar premise. Wow, um, interesting. Of of two people who end up in a uh, town where life is a musical. So well, uh, then you're gonna hate it. <laughs> I, Apple TV, you'll be hearing from my lawyers. Yeah. I mailed it to myself. Right. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but I do want to watch it because it looks great, and I love that idea. So Yeah, it's really funny. Do you want us on the internet? Yeah, you should check us out. All of our links for social media and stuff are in the show notes. And then we also have a Patreon where yeah! uh, you can get bonus episodes every week, and every month you can get a uh, a bonus commentary track yes. for a different Star Wars movie. We've already this got month's two was... up there. I think maybe by now there might even be a third one up there. Yes, this month's was Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. And it's honestly, I think, my favorite one yet because we, we, I like learn we like talked about the movie yeah we like tried to make the movie better (laughs) and 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 i feel like we learned some stuff about about it but um you check it out it's fun stuff all our other shit on there too uh all our other bonus episodes and uh i got i got a toy instagram and surely one of these days something new will be on there (laughs) yeah and uh it's great and mike is a wizard that makes things out of nothing um, like Sega tapes that were coasters, uh, and or reverse that coasters that were Sega tapes, or a wet computer um, out of Strong Bad's computer. <laughs> yeah, never would be liberally so with Mountain Dew. Uh, so let's it's nine forty five. Let's finish the show. Bad. It's Sunday night, guys. It's Sunday night. We got work in the morning. So like we always say. Oh wait, it's time yeah. for me. Bye bye. Like we always say. <laughs> we love, love you. you and may the, the fourth be with you. It's time for me. Bye bye. It's time for me. Bye bye. Bye bye. I had to give Red her her pills. Mm. I had to get a couple more teeth taken out. Oh shit! And then I give her her pills, and she gets really high. She like like thirty minutes later, she just is like start immediately falling asleep and just melt <laughs> wherever she is. She's just like.
starts coming up with ideas for like inventions that don't make sense. <laughs> She's what if it was a ha- fridge, but like she like it can't was stop outside. looking inside. <laughs> she just like looks at her paws really intensely. <laughs> yeah. She's like, what are these? Funny that animals have paws. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess that call, is funny, huh? Like, call them hands. <laughs> <laughs> is that going to be at the end of the episode? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe.